You're listening to The Overcoming Podcast with Olympian coach and mom, Pam Dukes. Overcoming me, also known as how I was able to get out of my own head, reduce and ignore the negative self-talk that kept me from trying new things and reveal my creativity and desire to try new stuff. Yes, I know, that's a really long title. Hence the reason I simplified it to overcoming me. So tell me, are you your biggest critic? Do you constantly find fault in trying new things? Are you a perfectionist? And do you feel like whatever it is you want to do isn't going to be good enough, so why bother? Yes, well, that was me too. And guess what? I was so wrong. (laughs) The biggest realization I had was when I was an athlete, I had several coaches always telling me I was good, I was doing the right thing, motivating and pushing me, encouraging me, believing in me. And so that little voice in my head was reduced by the larger voices outside of me. And thus, I believed that I would be successful in what I tried to do. And when I left my sport, I no longer had those coaches filling that role, and thus I was left all alone with that voice. (laughs) Not good, my friends. Without those coaches speaking greatness in me, I changed. And the biggest connection for me was I was letting some past experiences at work control what I did. And I did this so I could be more comfortable fitting in. Yes, we all want experiences, and we want to have that sense of belonging, right? We want deep, fulfilling relationships, and most humans do. And to get those relationships, we want people to like us. But we worry people will not like us for who we are. We worry we are unlovable, or there are things about us that people will find unacceptable or dislike. So what do we do? We hide. We hide parts of us that we feel might damage our ability to be liked and accepted. And because we're hiding, people feel like they can't get to know us. You know how when you're trying to talk to someone and get to know them and you see that they're a little reserved or withdrawn, almost like there's a wall there? And so you recognize you're not really connecting with them, right? People can feel this and they know when you're not opening up. And then if by chance people do end up liking us, we are now living in fear and worry that, uh uh-oh, they're going to find out the truth. (laughs) It's a very strange place to be. (laughs) And I lived there for a long time. In a nutshell, I had experiences years ago that when I shared my accomplishments, at first it was great, right? People are excited to be around an Olympian, elite athlete, hear about my travel and my college. And then the invitations for lunch or partnering on projects, happy hours, just kind of evaporate. What does this experience teach me? What it taught me was, hmm, if I really show who I am, I might not be accepted. Okay, I'll just hide all that. I was so good at hiding. I didn't even realize I was doing it until a few years ago. Um, I recognize I'd done this for a long time. And I got to tell you, I was devastated to see what I'd done to myself. How could I work so hard for accomplishments and then cover them up so easily? How do you get out of this? 
How do you stop getting in your own way and break out of your comfort zone to try new things? Here are some steps to follow to move forward. First, you have to do a deep dive and figure out why you aren't able to move forward and achieve your goals. And one thing that worked for me is doing a root cause analysis to figure that answer. I use the five whys technique, and that was developed to help you get to the cause and effect of a problem. And to do this, you start with the problem statement. For me, it was I'm not sharing my accomplishments. So then I ask why, because I, I don't want people to know my history. And then I ask why again, and I keep going to hit the five whys until I can get to that lowest level reason. Um, and as I say, my reason was when I did share, I was treated differently. I think it took some maturity on my part to realize that no matter what I do, some people will not end up liking or including me, and that's okay. Once you've figured out your reason why you aren't moving forward, try making a list of pros and cons for why you should attempt or work towards your goal. And once you have the list, review it. And hopefully the pros are a lot stronger than the cons. And having that kind of written proof in front of you can help you make the decision, okay, this is some momentum and I'm going to move forward. Next, you want to make a plan to achieve your goal. You want to create some steps and things you can do every day just to get a little bit closer. You also need to find champions. You need people who will help support you with your plan. You also need accountability partners who will check on you and make sure you can share your progress with them regularly so that you can hold yourself accountable and they can see that progress and help you. And then the last step I would say is you got to keep going. Don't get discouraged. Um, if you want a different result and you want to achieve your goal, you have to try something different. Make a promise to yourself that you're going to do this no matter what, period. This is what I did. And I was able to try things I wouldn't normally do. But one thing you should know is that sometimes the wheels can turn slowly. And just because you are now on this big mission, doesn't mean the universe is just all of a sudden going to open up opportunities to you. Patience is key. I can remember having lunch with my friend Debbie, and I let her know that I wanted to get back into motivational speaking and helping others and doing some other things. And I can remember her excitement for me. But just because we now have two people excited about the idea doesn't mean it magically happens. It takes time. And the way I found opportunities over the next few years was not necessarily how I expected. I did have to put in the work to craft my plan and my abilities to share information effectively and keep moving forward. So what else can you do to help yourself? Well, you want to keep track of your inner dialogue. How negative is it? If it's pretty negative, then you got to find a way to stop the voice and change the dialogue to be more positive. I actually had one coach tell me to make a list of all the negative thoughts that crept into my mind each day. And when it happened, write it on a post-it, put it on the wall. I am sure you can guess what happened. By the end of that first day, I was staring at a lot of post-its. <laughs> and I asked myself, what in the world am I doing to myself? 
my next assignment was to replace the negative thoughts with positive ones. For example, I used to say I wasn't creative and it obviously wasn't helping me. So I changed that self-talk to say I am creative and I'm thinking of new ways to share my voice each day. Out of that came a whole bunch of changes for me, both professionally and personally. And during the past year, I've changed jobs. I found more creative ways to reduce waste in my life, cleaning out the clutter. Uh, I got back to reading books, created a YouTube show, a podcast, which you're now listening to. And I've attended several conferences and meetups as a keynote speaker. And I've also come up with some other ideas to explore. Something else you can do is to try to create that positive environment. Um, how do you spend your personal time? What are you doing? What are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you reading? Uh, by having more motivational and positive content, it can make a big difference in your life. And it's made a huge difference in mine. Next, we talked about it, but this is important. Um, coaching. I think everyone needs a coach. And if you don't have one, I highly recommend you try to find one. I think it's worth investing in your own professional development. And one way to do that is to have a coach. Um, as I mentioned, I had a coach for most of my life. And when I stopped, there was a definite effect on my life. If you haven't already done so, you want to try to find a group of mentors or good friends that you can bounce ideas off of. I have a couple of groups. And if I ever want feedback... I can suggest my idea to them, and they are always very helpful. And I also try to be there for them as well. But you definitely want your groups to be made up of people who are in your corner, um, who are rooting for you, and will, will give you the kind of feedback, both positive and negative, that you really need to hear. Um, next, you gotta you got to get comfortable with failure. Um, and what does that mean? Well, every pitch isn't going to be a home run. Yeah, you knew I'd have to have a sports analogy in there. <laughs> but seriously, if you try something and it doesn't go well, that's okay. You still can learn from it. And you don't want failure to take you out of your game. Um, and one of the reasons failure is so important is because the best rewards are the ones that come when you already know what it's like to fail. Because then you can really feel that joy of succeeding. And then you have to work on your mindset. You know, most folks know me as an optimist. I would say I'm a super duper optimist. Um, I'm always trying to see things in a learning way. And I recognize that sometimes things aren't going to go well. And I like to chalk it up to, hey, it's your turn to have something go wrong. Keep it moving. Um, I do surround myself with positive, motivational podcasts, videos, books, articles, you name it. There's just so much stuff out there. So find what works for you. And every little bit helps. And anything you can do to help yourself believe in yourself is critical. Because after all, if you don't believe in yourself, then why should someone else believe in you? This now concludes... This season, 2020, of my podcast. And I want to thank those of you who have supported me and who have listened. Um, I'm looking forward to what my next new year will bring. And I hope your holiday season provides you some level of rest, calmness, and joy. Make sure you keep it moving, and I'll catch you next year. 
We hope you enjoyed this edition of the Overcoming Podcast, where we shared our experiences and demonstrated that we are all overcoming something. We'll see you next time. And remember to subscribe to our show. Oh, 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 oh